Hey, what's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Big Soul Effect, or Charlie for RB Soul Effect TV. This is the podcast we hear interviews from legendary artists, the stories of iconic artists' legacies, as well as their albums and more. So, with it being said, make sure you guys follow RB Soul Effect TV on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow our podcast on AHA Radio and Anchor. So, on that note, we out to Peace. Jackson and you saw me teaching Johnny the Cabbage Patch and we'll be back with more videos so, right. so stay tuned. <laughs> no, you have it. Her <laughs> joys. But I really like that a lot. Uh, Marlon has a new album out. It's uh, his first solo effort. And how long have you been wanting to do a solo project? It's been in the back of my mind, you know, ever since... Um, I started probably, you know, seeing uh, Jermaine and seeing Michael and Jackie do solo projects. I'm not going to say that I never thought about it, but mm-hmm. it has. And I guess it's all it's all about timing, when the time is right. You know, watching watching the producers at Motown and the staff writers and listening and learning. So when it's my turn, like I said earlier, when the opportunity knocks, I said I would be ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked hard on it. I really did. And I'm just thankful that God has blessed me and chose me to move forward in life and pursue a solo career. How long did it take you to work on, uh, to put this album together? I, you know, I, I started writing the material for the album in, 80, in uh, January of 86, because uh, 85, December of 85, my Synclavier, my Synclavier was shipped to the house in the, around Christmas, and when I got back off my Christmas vacation, I headed right for the studio, and the whole year of 86, I just played with my Synclavier and just started writing songs on my album. You should probably tell people what the Synclavier, well, I, I've always heard Synclavier or Synclavier, it doesn't matter, but it's, uh... It's like the most advanced keyboard. Yeah, it's all digital. It's a, it's all digital. It's a digital keyboard, and I can do uh, computerized. I can do just about anything I want with it. Uh, play drums, strings, horn. The whole album was done with the Synclavier. That's the only instrument you use. That's the only instrument I use. I played uh, the DX7 II from it uh, because I like the action on the keyboard better. Mm-hmm. When I say action, some keyboards play a lot. You know, the keys bounce back quicker, or some mm-hmm. bounce back slower. Mm-hmm. And uh, I use some other uh, sounds from some other uh, different s- keyboards, but the, the Synclavier uh, was the main instrument to run the whole mm-hmm. project. This thing is also um, like a, a recording board, isn't That's it? That's what it is. It's actually digital recording. You can record right directly into it, and um, you can record your voice into it, whatever you, whatever you can imagine. And um, it's also the recording sampling, see, the 50K... Well, that's a whole different technology. <laughs> get, get into that. Yeah, I was hanging with you for a minute. I said, uh-oh, 50K, he's going to lose me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, um, uh, my Synclavier is a great unit there, and you, not too many people have them. Um, one thing that I'm, um, that I'm very thankful is that the three members of my family have a Synclavier, and uh, that's Michael, Randy, and myself. And uh, the units, are they're great. I can't, uh, it wouldn't be another keyboard that I would use. It's a great unit. For uh, mothers and fathers out there viewing, Uh-oh. thinking about going out to buy one for Little Junior this weekend, it was about 65000 something like that. Nope. How much? My keyboard cost me 350000 Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a little short. <laughs> <laughs> $350,000. Go- yes. <laughs> He's looking at me. Well, it's that's worth incredible. it. To me, it's worth it because I'm in the business. Yeah. And that's why I bought it, because I can do my albums and it can, you know, cut my budget down and I mm-hmm. can do other things. And it's paid for itself by the publishing of the songs that I've written already. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I look yeah. at it.
it's, these things have technology has changed so much it's put a lot of people out of work hasn't it yeah it I mean, has. first it was the drummers that went when the drum machine came out they go well why should i hire a drummer when i can get this and bring my own drum machine in i can program it at home don't have to work this stuff out That's when right. i get into the studio you got it don't have to hear it talking back to me That's and it, it never gets tired That's but it. now it's gone beyond that i mean you don't need uh bring in a string section anymore uh you don't need anything you know years ago there was a keyboard uh, called the chamberlain and i don't know if people are, uh, are familiar with it but the union stopped it when you used to do you can do strings and whatever and the, and the union had stopped it but uh, it's out of control now they can't do anything because it's technology not only is the synclavier is good in music but it's it's good in film and, and whatever mm -hmm. i mean you can do video and lock up frames with the synclavier anything you want to do is possible with the union this song on here, uh, on your album, uh, Where Do I Stand? Oh. The, the, the uh, duet with, uh, I'm uh, not Saida Garrett, that's your brother. Um, um, is it Vesta Williams? Oh, that's, uh, no, that's Something's Coming Down. Oh, okay. Something's Coming Down. Okay, I'm getting yes. mixed up. But th this ballad, Where Do, uh, I, Where stand? do I Stand, oh, which you is like real that? pretty. Oh, I like that a lot. And, I mean, the strings in there, man, are just killing. And there aren't strings at all, really. I mean, that is the synclavier, no, too. That, no, the strings on there is from the Fairlight and and and, uh, and real strings mixed in together. Oh, so it, okay. I record, I, um, see, I wrote the, well, that's a different story. <laughs> I wrote Where Do I Stand for the Victory album. Mm hmm And uh, for, for whatever reasons, it did not make the Victory album. And uh, I saved it for myself, and I, at one point I was thinking about doing it on Kenny Rogers because we had spoke and he had really liked the song. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine told me that maybe I should just keep it for myself because it's a great song. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to, to redo some things on it and uh, redo the lyrics on it and change some of the melody, and I did it on my album. Okay. Now, you mentioned a victory tour. Are you guys going to tour again? Will the Jacksons tour again? Um... I can't answer that right now. God God can answer that. No one knows what's mm -hmm. in the story. You know, one minute you're here, one minute you're there. And right now, I'm mainly concentrating on my solo career right yeah. now. And I would have to assume that Michael is in the same frame of mind right now. Uh, but, no, I'm sorry. Go but on. Th th there are no plans to at least record as the Jacksons? Well, no, the Jacksons still still do exist. And right now, they're recording an album for Epic Records right now. It's just that I decided that I wanted to pursue a solo career. After doing this for so long with the brothers, not saying that I did not have a good time, I had a great time. Mm -hmm. But uh, there comes a time in your life where you want new challenges in life, mm -hmm. and you want to move forward, and you want to do something different. It's almost like having the same job for over 20 years, and you want to say, well, I want to do something different. It's right. starting to get boring. Mm -hmm. And so I, it's, I took a big chance, but I, I believe in myself, and I'm, I'm very thankful. Do you miss your brothers when you were in the studio? I mean, you're used to doing this thing all together, and then all of a sudden you look around, and it's just you. Mm, be honest with you, yeah. no, not really. All right. <laughs> but the reason why is because I have a, I had a whole sound in mind, and I, and, and I saw it, I had a picture in mind, and I knew what I wanted, and uh, I had creative control over everything. And not saying that uh, we did not work well together. We work well together. My brothers and I, we all kind of think alike because we all went to this, I call it school, Motown school, the school of Motown. Right. Hanging with uh, Lamont Dozier, Eddie Holland, Brian Holland, Howard Davis, the corporation. I mean, you learn, and, and we learn from them. And Stevie Wonder did some songs when I said Motown, and you learn. And, and if you listen to our music, uh, if you listen to some of Michael's album and Jermaine's album, you can hear some similarity in there. But mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to come up with a sound that doesn't sound like Michael, doesn't sound like the Jacksons, doesn't sound like Jan Janet. I mean, there's so many of us. 
And uh, and the sound that I came up with, the engineer, one of the engineers on the album, he told me this is more or less like avant soul or avant funk. And that's what he that's what avant he had called funk. my yeah. So that's what he called it. So I guess I can I can use that. <laughs> I love it. Um, one of the tunes you did, uh, I think you you did body. Didn't you yes, produce I did, that? I did the... body on the victory album. That was the first thing I ever sung on. Uh-oh. Is that right? Yes, that, that is. Other than an album that I did on Betty Wright. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing that I ever had a chance to do lead on. Okay. Well, we have the video now. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's one of our favorites here around the shop. You know, guys love it. Girls like it, too. <laughs> the Jacksons with Marlon and Body on Video Soul. There's more music from Marlon Jackson's new album, and he is our guest today here on Video Soul. We were just talking about the fact that I remember when I first saw you guys on the Ed Sullivan show. He did the Sly Stone song, uh, Stan. 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 Man, yeah. that was awesome. I remember my brother sitting around going, Ooh, who are these guys? They are bad. I mean, it's like, this is the truth. I have seen it. If I die now, my life is complete. <laughs> these guys are just so bad. That was go. That, boy, what year was that, Seven, 1970 or something like that? Long, long time ago. We had fun. Um, a lot of things that people don't realize is that there's five years before that we're out there trying to make it and trying to make a name out of ourselves. And people don't, we used to do the Apollo Theater and do eight nights a show. I mean, eight, eight shows, shows a night. night. <laughs> with with um, OJs, uh, the Unifics, uh, the Emotions, they were all on the show, the Delphonics. Yeah. A lot of people. And you guys... Didn't always have Learjets and all that. You used to travel in a... We used to travel in a Volkswagen van. Uh, you the know, whole family. The whole family with our equipment. And we used to drive <laughs> up to New York in the summertime and do the Apollo. And then we drive to Chicago, do the Regal, the Capitol, and go up to Philly, do the Uptown Theater. Yes. So there were some struggling days for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I would be remiss not to ask you at least a question or two about your brother. And I'm sure you... Yeah, I have a face. bunch of brothers. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Randy, of course. Okay, what do you want? What's Randy doing? I thought the song he did on the Victory album was awesome. Oh, one more boy, chance. Boy, I loved, I loved that song. I loved it too, man. What's I, Randy doing? Oh, Randy's, uh, he signed a solo deal with A&M, but he's right now working on the group album. Okay. And Tito, is he still working on his car? Tito's working on his car. and working on the group album too. Jackie, did he get his knee fixed? Yeah, he got his knee fixed. Is and, he playing uh, basketball again? No, we have a softball team. Oh, okay. And uh, I didn't play this year or last year. I was busy working on my album. Okay. But uh, we have a great softball team. Mm-hmm. Well, Jermaine. And How's Jermaine doing? Jermaine's doing fine. Uh, he's working on his album with Arista and also working with the brothers on the group album. Did I forget anyone? Um, no, you got all the brothers. Okay. All the brothers. <laughs> oh, no, one more, Michael. Oh, yeah, right, your little Gosh, brother, how Michael. Like, how do we... I'm serious, I forgot. <laughs> Maybe you did, but I did. I'm serious, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, I mean, here he is again, the world's experiencing Michael mania. You know, I mean, it's so crazy. We're reading all these reports about uh, Michael bleaching his skin or taking uh, hormone treatments as to, to try to change the color of his, his complexion and all this kind of stuff. Um, 
What do I have do you, to say about it? Yeah, what do you have to say about that? Well, first of all, let me say I love the press. The reason why I love the press is because they are definitely talking about my brother, mm -hmm. and they're always talking about my family. As long as they're talking about my family, I'm happy. It's when they stop talking about my family. It's when I get scared. Yeah. Regardless if it's good news or bad news, as long as they're talking about you. And one thing I must say that people have a right, anybody in this world have a right to do what they want to do with themselves if mm -hmm. they feel that it's right for them because if you don't make yourself happy, how can you make other people happy in the world today? Yeah. And so as long as he's making himself happy, you know, people might write this and they might write that. Of course, I'm, I'm used to it. He's used to it. You, when you're in the public eye, you, they're going to take shots at you. Yeah. And that's all. And you're supposed to duck and move and weave and keep moving forward. Don't, you know, if he let them throw him off course, then he can't do what he want to do in life. Yeah. Okay. Does he sleep in a uh, sleeping chamber for real? No, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> you know what? Well, majority of those what? things are publicity things, and they know how those things, people know yeah. how those things work. I mean, well, sure. they did a bunch of those different things for Marilyn Monroe when she was right. coming up. And those are just things and to get the media going, and the, and the thing about it is they fall for it. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think one clue to that is that, and I think people out there should take note of this, that just notice whenever you read about these weird things about Michael, it's never Michael talking about it, it's always Frank DeLeo. That's right. <laughs> Saying all these weird things about Michael trying to buy, buy the elephant, man's remains, and all this but, kind of you know what? The, my answer to that, because someone had asked me that. He wants to buy the remains of the elephant man. I said, I don't know. But I, I say, maybe he wants to buy the remains of the elephant man in case we have a case like that in, in the United States. Then our doctors would know more about it by studying mm -hmm. the skull and studying his bone structures mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. People always look at things as a negative point of view instead of looking at it as a positive point of view. We right. never know because I'm sure that somewhere down along, somewhere in this, somebody in another part of the country might have the same problem. Yeah. And you know, something else your manager pointed out to me was that if, if, uh, in all this talk about Michael sleeping in this chamber, is it seeking eternal youth, is that Ponce de Leon did that years ago, and he's in the history books, you know, he's uh, a hero. Thousands of people got killed, too, while he was seeking the, the fountain of youth. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. Your Thank new you. album. Uh, baby tonight, I think, is some hot stuff. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, <laughs> Why are you laughing like because, that? No, I, I'm just, I'm thankful. I am. I'm really thankful. I'm, I'm thankful that people are enjoying my album because I really worked hard on it. Yeah. And it makes me feel good when someone says that they enjoyed the album. Yeah, I really do. The cut I really like most is a cut called um, Lovely Eyes, which is written for his wife, Carol. And he says, Carol, you have lovely eyes. <laughs> Anyway, thanks again for being on the show, Marlon. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Tell them, we didn't mention your sisters, but please tell Janet. Oh, they know they're welcome. Yeah, tell them hello for I me. I sure will. All right, we're going to close out uh, this particular part of the show with Torch.